opinions expressed on ACB Media are those of the content creators and should not be assumed to reflect product endorsements or the views of the American Council of the Blind, its elected officials, or its staff. I am Ron Miller. I am a trainer with Vispero, and I'm really glad to be here again on another Thursday. And um, we're going to spend some time today looking at reading forms online. Now, I know for a lot of folks who hear this, it's something they do all the time. Uh, you know, it, it's, a, it's a basic set of skills, covers some basic things. But, you know, we've done a lot of high-octane stuff. We've done things with Word and Excel and all kinds of stuff in the last several years. And every so often, we need to remember there are people who are new to JAWS and new to the Internet, you know, and uh, we need to circle back around for them and, uh, and cover some of the basics. So that is my plan today. Uh, I need to get a document open real quick. So here we go. All right. So here's the web track form. I'm going to magnify that or not magnify it, but uh, uh, maximize it and make it big. So we're talking about <clears throat> we're talking about moving around online forms and we find online forms in a lot of different places. I've got one here as an example. It's a, a fake business form uh, for for tracking information from customers. But, you know, that no, used to be kind of the bread and butter for screen readers. It was doing these kind of forms for work. Uh, you know, JAWS was job access with speech, right? And, um, you know, part of what we did was to make it possible to sit in an office, whether you're working for a travel agency like I did in the past, or you're working for SSA, Social Securities Administration, or any number of things. But the ability to to do online forms, to take customer information. Um, I used to book air, car, and hotel reservations. And you, <clears throat> it was very important to get people's names right <laughs> and definitely get their destinations right and collect their credit card numbers. And it was all on forms of different types. And, um, you know, but time has changed since the dark ages when, uh, when I was booking travel. And there's a whole lot more online forms out there. One of the biggest, of course, being Amazon, <laughs> and there's others like it. And those are web pages, but they're also online forums in the midst of all of the advertising and sometimes hundreds of links and everything. Uh, there is information you've got to input to purchase your product, for example, or to browse for a product. So navigating online forums, even though it, it doesn't sound like something we might do on a daily basis, is actually something that we would do and do do on a daily basis. That's why we circle back around and talk about that today. I'll still use the call tracking form um, for our example, just because it's handy and I've got it. One of, the first, one of the first things to learn about using a, a form is to learn about uh, the, the forms mode. And forms mode came about because the internet and HTML documents, and now PDF documents, which you can fill out as well. They're interesting places. When you open up a, a document in Word, for example, or Notepad or WordPad or any of those, when you open those up, they are intended for you to write in. You know, the, the whole point of an editor is for you to compose and to edit text. When you're online, the whole purpose is to present you with information. You become a consumer of information. And the web designers usually don't want you to go in and start making changes 
to their web pages, no matter how great you think they might be. <laughs> they, uh, they want you not to be able to enter text. So there is no active cursor on a web page where you can start typing in at the cursor position like you would in a document. There's all kinds of information. There's all kinds of elements. But when you're allowed to write on a web page, you're allowed to write in specific places. And that's true of an online form as well. <clears throat> so, you know, whether it's, I don't know, the, the, the Acme rubber band company or Amazon um, or your workplace, the online web form is not supposed to be changed. You're supposed to be able to write in discrete places. So JAWS had to figure out how to, to make this happen visually when somebody's on a web-based form, they'll see places they have to fill in information and they click on it with the mouse. They move the mouse cursor to it or the mouse pointer and they do a left click and that tells the computer, hey, I want to write here. And it says, okay. And it lets you edit information in that little field, okay? Well, we needed to do that also. Let me turn speech on so you can hear. Full speech. So I'm at the top of this form. I'll let you hear what it is. I'm going to say the current line. Maybe. The web track sample call tracking system, Google Chrome. Okay. We know what browser I'm using. You know the name of the, the thing I'm in, the form I'm in. Let's arrow down. The first and perhaps the easiest way as far as the, uh, it's the simplest way, I should say, to navigate to an online form is merely is simply to start at the top and line by line, work your way down the form. Today would be nice. Let's do that. Leaving table. Uh, there we go. Virtual PC. The web track sample call tracking system. So I move myself back to the top of the document. I'm going to press down arrow. Heading level one, the web track sample form. Now you will notice that this form, um, the folks who designed it were, were nice enough to, to break it into headings. There may even be subheadings. It's been a while since I've been in here. So we will talk about how to get around to headings and to other things. But the first thing we can do is just press down arrow. I'm going to do it again. Online customer tracking system. Group start contact information. So we know uh, there's a group of things I'm going to be filling out, and it's about contact information. It's the user's or the, the, the person who's called their contact information. Let's arrow down again. First star. First star. So there's an asterisk there. And the asterisk is put into forms if you've shopped uh, any kind of places, Amazon, you know, if you've set up a, a Gmail account. Um, you will notice there are fields which are required. And if you're looking through with JAWS and JAWS reads it, or you're looking at a Braille display, uh, what web development folks have done for a long time now is they'll put a star, an asterisk, by the fields that are required. <clears throat> Some things you're allowed to enter or not enter. Some things you're given a choice on. But your first and last name, at least in this context, and in a lot of other places too, they are required fields. Okay, so you heard it say first star. I'm going to arrow down again. Edit. And there's an edit field. And let me see if I can say the current line, if it'll read it for me. First name. This is a required field. Edit. There we go. So because there's a star, JAWS also puts in the message, this is a required field. Okay. I first saw it on my Braille display. <clears throat> for those of you who are Braillesters, in this form anyways, you would see first name, which we also saw just on the, the line above. This is a required field and then a little symbol for the edit. Now, we talked about having to click on an edit field with my mouse. Well, I'm not using a mouse. I'm not a mouser at all. There's not a mouse plugged into my computer, but I still want to enter my first name. 
So I need to wake up forms mode. Hey, Jaws, I want to I wanna, I wanna write here. The way to do that, when you hear Jaws say edit, so you know you're in an edit field or on an edit field, I can press enter. Enter, first name. This is a required field. Edit. You heard Jaws tell me that I pressed enter. You also heard a little pop sound. Boop, kind of a high-pitched one. That indicates that forms mode is now turned on. So I can now uh, enter my name into this edit field. So that's what a form, forms mode does. When, you're, when your cursor, your, your virtual PC cursor, travels over a field that you could put text into, JAWS will tell you that it's there. And if you press enter on it, <clears throat> JAWS will go back to the computer and say, hey, I want to write here, just like clicking does. And the computer says, all right, you can. And it, it lets me uh, work in this now active field. So I'll write my first name because it is required. So there's my first name. Ron. Ron. <laughs> Doesn't take too long to, to, to write. But now if I press down arrow, I can't go anywhere. I'm not going to move. So what I need to do is get out of forms mode because did you notice I called this a virtual PC cursor? Anywhere else on the computer, if you're in an application, you're in an edit field, you're on a list somewhere, you're on the desktop, there is a cursor, a blinking system cursor, sometimes called the caret, and that is where the action happens. That is where text is inputted. Can I say it that way? If I press enter on an icon that, that has focus, meaning that the... Uh, meaning that the active cursor is on that, uh, that icon, like Word or Excel or something. If I press enter there, it will activate that item and open up the application. If I'm in a document, wherever that blinking cursor is, that's the active cursor, and it's the PC cursor, uh, text will be entered to the left of that cursor, and the cursor will move to the right letter for letter. On a web page, remember I said there is no cursor. They don't want you writing in there. So we have to create a virtual cursor because you're going to use the arrow keys. You're going to use other commands. And so the web page kind of has to be treated as if it's a document so you can read around, line up, line down, uh, move to the left, move to the right, those kind of things. Uh, we've got to simulate a cursor. So that's the virtual PC cursor. So in a web page, we're using the virtual PC cursor. Anytime that virtual PC cursor uh, gets on top of an edit field and some other controls and I press enter, it will invoke that edit field. It'll tell the computer to wake that edit field up so I can write in it. So I've written Ron. Let's arrow down again. Virtual oh, PC cursor. Forgot to tell you. Sorry. I switched to the virtual PC cursor. You heard the little pop noise. And I did that by pressing the plus key. If you look at your number pad on your computer, top right corner, there's a little square button. That's the minus key. And then there's a long skinny button below that. That's the plus key. Another long skinny below that skinny. Another long skinny button below that is the enter key. So if you press the plus key, virtual PC cursor, it invokes the virtual PC cursor. If you were in forms mode like I was, it will turn forms mode off and put you in the uh, back into the uh, back into the virtual PC cursor. Let me say it a little better. <laughs> when you press that plus key, it turns forms mode off and it uh, turns the virtual PC cursor back on. So you can read around the page. So I'm going to press enter. I'm still on the field that wants my first name. Enter first name. This is a required field. Edit Ron. Thank you very much. And you heard all of those things. And you heard it say edit, meaning I can write there. And it told you I've already got Ron written there. And you heard the little pop, higher pitch pop, that said that forms mode was on. I'm going to press 
that plus key again on the numpad, on the number pad, and invoke the PC cursor and turn off forms mode. Virtual PC cursor. So you heard JAWS say virtual PC cursor, and you heard uh, the little lower frequency or lower pitched pop sound that indicates that um, that was turned off, right? Okay. Now, if I arrow down. Middle. Middle. That was first. Now middle. I'll arrow down again. Edit. And there's my edit field for middle. You notice it didn't say that middle is required. There is no asterisk here. I arrow down again. Last star. Oh, but last is required. Let's arrow down. Edit. So remember, enter. Enter. Last name. This is a required field. Edit. Last name. This is a required field. Edit. You heard the higher frequency pop sound. And I can write my last name. Miller. Okay. And again, when I want to come out of forms mode, I can simply press the plus key on the number pad. Virtual PC cursor. And I'm back in the virtual PC cursor. Now, having done that, using my arrow keys to move up and down, that's great unless this is a really large form <laughs> um, with a lot of different things I can do, right? There's got to be some other ways to explore this form, right? So we know we can use the arrow keys. One of the other things I can do is I can use the tab key and the shift tab key. So the tab key will let me step through this uh, form, moving from control to control. There's different kinds of control. We've seen edit fields right now. This has buttons in it. This has check boxes, all kinds of cool stuff. If I press tab, I will start moving. I'll skip any text and move right to the control. I'll press tab. Area code edit. So I'm now in a phone number a piece of information. You heard it say edit, and you heard the little pop that said forms mode is back on. I'll press tab again. Prefix edit. Phone number prefix. Number edit. Number. Email address star edit. This is a required field. Ooh All I'm doing is pressing tab. Mailing address button. Aha. Now, we heard some things change. You heard when we went into the, the series of fields, edit fields about phone numbers, you heard that high-pitched pop that said forms mode is on, okay? And I could enter the area code for the phone number. When I press tab, you heard it ask for my prefix, and you asked for and it asked for the, what are they called, suffix, the next part of the number, okay? Every time I press tab, we moved to a new edit field. And then all of a sudden, I press tab again, and we heard mailing address button. And we heard that lower pitch pop that says we came out of forms mode. So why? What happened there? The control we're on right now is a button. Okay. So if I want to enter the mailing address, I would invoke that button and it would let me do that. But also a button is not an edit field. A button I should interact with using the virtual PC cursor, just as if I was in a dialogue on some other application and I had to press a button to get some action to happen within an app or if I'm browsing somewhere else in the web pages and there's a button. So a button is not an edit field. There is no need for forms mode. So JAWS turned forms mode off automatically and indicated there's a button here. Okay. If I press tab again. Billing address button. It's a button so I can enter my billing address. What if I want to go back the other way? What if I decide, yeah, I do want to give them my phone number because that way they can call me if my 
package has gone astray <laughs> or something. Uh, so I can press, I can press and hold the shift key. And if you press and hold the shift key and then tap the tab key, you will move back through the form in reverse order. Yes button. Or if you hold it too long, sticky keys comes on. <laughs> let me let go here. No button. Alt plus space. The web tracks. All right. One of these days I'm going to disable sticky keys, but not today, which means I'll forget and put it off and it'll happen to me again. I will begin to talk for too long. And sticky keys, if you hold down uh, the right shift key and then don't take any action, action I think it is uh, for five seconds, sticky keys come on. So in normal life and in normal action, this won't happen to you because you won't sit around talking to people while you're holding the shift key. So you'd hold the shift key and begin pressing the tab key. So it's a shift tab command, and that will move you backwards, control by control through the form. Okay, you ready? I'll do this this time without invoking sticky keys. Here we go. Shift and then tab. And I'm going to continue to hold shift key. I won't let it go. And I'll keep pressing the tab key, but it's okay because it won't be five minutes, five, <laughs> it won't be five seconds of inaction. Here we go. So shift tab, and then I'll Keep holding shift and press tab. So it's a bunch of shift tabs. Mailing address button. Email address star edit. Okay. This is a required field. Here forms mode come back on. Number edit. Prefix edit. Area code edit. Last name. This is a required field. Edit Miller. And I released, I released the shift key. So if I press tab again, I would move back. I would move forward through the uh, through the document. If I kept holding shift and pressing tab, I'd keep moving backwards through the documents. This is really handy if you know the form. If this is a form you fill out every day, I know because I've sat with them and done some training. Uh, there's folks at our uh, SSA offices and um, they know the forms, man. They, they've got them memorized. Um, I sat and listened to them navigate this stuff. And, you know, you use the form... 20, 50, 70, 100 times a day. And you know what's coming. You have that thing memorized. You can do it in your sleep. And so it might be much faster. You don't want to down arrow, down arrow, down arrow, hear every little detail, hear all the instructions on how to enter stuff and, and everything else. You may want to say tab, 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 and move immediately to the fields you want to fill out or the controls you want to activate. Okay. So that is another way to navigate. You could use arrow keys. You could use the tab keys to move control by control. Or, even better, if you know this form pretty well, you can, uh, you can use quick navigation keys. Okay? So the quick nav keys are a, a group of single keystrokes that will let you move according to the type of control that you want. So... For example, we know that there are at least two buttons on this, uh, on this form. And I'm going to get the person's name later. For whatever reason, there's some things I want to do first. I want to get their email, and I want to get their address. Maybe, maybe there's a lookup in the system that can find them by email or by address. And maybe if I do that, it'll populate the first, middle, and last name forms. Maybe even put in their phone number for me. So from the top of the form, let's press Control-Home. Top of file, last name. This is a required field. Edit Miller. Ah, what did I forget? I forgot that forms mode is on. With forms mode on, if I'm in an edit field, I can't go anywhere else. I'm in that edit field. So top of file moves me to the beginning of the edit field. Now, how do I turn the edit? Uh, how do I turn uh, forms mode off? I do that by pressing the plus key on the number pad. 
Virtual PC cursor. There's my virtual PC cursor. Now, let's press Control Home. The web track sample call tracking system. Okay, here I am. So I want to skip all that other stuff. I want to move to the first button in this form. I'm just going to press the letter B for button. Contact information group, mailing address button. And there is the mailing address button. If I press it again. Mailing address button. And again. Current call group, notes history button. Maybe this is somebody who's called before, and I want to look at the notes on their 15 other calls. Let's press B one more time. New order button. This is a new order. Aha. Submit button. And submit button. And I'm going to press B again. Wrapping the top. Contact in. So if you press B, or I need these quick nav keys to move through controls, and you get to the bottom of the form, in this case, there were no more buttons, JAWS wraps to the top of the form. It pops back to the top, ready to keep moving through there again, right? Billing address button, current call group, notes history button, new order button. Right. If I press shift B, what's going to happen? It's going to move me backwards through the document, back to the top or towards the top. Notes history button, contact information group, billing address button, mailing address button, wrapping to bottom, submit button. And there was nothing beyond the mailing address that, that, that was a button, so it wrapped to the bottom. Let's... Press B one time. Wrapping the top. Contact information group. Mailing address button. And I'm back to the mailing address button. So see how that works? It's pretty cool. <laughs> um, it lets you move quickly through these things. Okay. Let me show you another quick nav key that can be very handy. Let's go to the top of the form with control home. The web track. Let's say I know that the first thing I'm going to do is enter the person's name. And there's a little, let's say that in this, in this form, unlike the one we're using now, there's a bunch of instructions to the person taking the call, to the call taker. It tells them how to start the call. Maybe there's some script you have to speak. And then finally, there's the edit field. The script says, may I please have your first name? And there's the first name edit field, which is required. I want to skip all the verbiage. I've now done this job for months and months and months. I know my script. If I press the letter E for edit, it will let me step from edit field to edit field. I'll press E. Contact information group, first name. This is a required field. Edit, Ron. I'll press E again. Middle edit, middle initial. And again. Last name. This is a required field. Edit, Miller. And of course, if I press shift, it'll move me backward in the other direction. Now, if you remember, when I tabbed to those edit fields, I'll press shift tab to move back to the middle name field. Middle edit, middle initial. You notice that forms mode, you heard that pop, and forms mode came on. But when, when I was pressing the letter E to step from field to field, edit field to edit field, forms mode didn't automatically turn on. Okay? Why? Because I may want to step down to maybe, maybe, the, maybe the first fields and stuff, as I said, populate automatically if this person's in the database. And maybe the place I want to move to is their phone number. And once their phone number is in the system, uh, maybe it'll find them and fill out all those other fields for me. Let's press the plus key to turn off forms mode. Virtual PC cursor. There's my virtual PC cursor. I'm going to press E. Last name. This is a required field. Edit e Miller. E again. Area code edit. So I could start entering my phone number here. What do I have to do to get forms mode back on now that I'm actually on the field that I want to be on? All I have to do is press enter. Okay, and that will let me begin to enter the phone number. Now, this is a neat field. Some forms, this is one of them, have fields that require a series of information, like this one, area code, prefix, 
you know, suffix of your phone number. And in forms where there is a set number of digits or characters or something that it's trying to fill out, um, JAWS will actually, and it's not JAWS, it's the form, it will actually let you step from, from field to field when each piece is completed. Okay. This is called an autocomplete feature. And it helps you remember things that you have to do. So um, if I'm typing in a, a, web, a web page like this for my phone number, um, it will let me enter my phone number and recode. We're going to do it in a second. And it will actually let me step from field to field to fill each one of those boxes, fill the area code, and automatically it kicks me forward to the first half of the phone number, the first three digits. I fill those three digits in. I automatically get bumped to the next part. You'll see that with um, phone numbers. You'll see it with credit card information. It might say, enter your credit card number. Uh, do not include any dashes or spaces. And, you, and, and it's got your credit card number broken up into, uh, let me think about this. Usually it's, it's a 15-digit number, so you might be in groups of five. If it's a 12-digit number, you're in groups of four. And so there's three boxes, three edit fields. You get to the first one. It says enter credit card number. You press enter if you need to, unless you tab to it. And you start to fill it out. When you do the first set of digits that it wants, you're automatically moved to the next field. You don't even notice. <laughs> it just does it. And you fill it out. And, and then maybe it bumps you to your, your CVV security number or your expiration date or whatever. But fact is, the autocomplete stuff will, will actually let you fill things out and you don't have to tab or anything. It just, it just works. So let's look at that. Okay. Um, we're on the phone number. Let's say current line. Area code edit. So let's turn on the number pad. Num lock on. Okay. I'm in uh, Florida and I'm very close to Tampa. So I'm in the 727 area code area. So I'm going to enter 727. Did you enter that? I'm not seeing anything here. Mm. 727. None oh. lock off. You did do it. You did None lock it. on. All right. Huh, it's not auto-completing for me. Prefix. Okay. Well. Edit. Re-edit. Hang on. Bear with me. Enter. Area code edit. Let's area code edit. Try this again with forms mode on. 727. Prefix edit. Now it did it. That was my fault. So when you go back and listen to this recording, and all of you who already know this stuff are going, turn on forms mode. <laughs> Sorry. Um, it's the beauty of, of doing this as a solo act. There's nobody to poke me and say, forms mode. Anyway, so you did hear it. I entered, the I entered the area code, and it moved me automatically to prefix to the next form field, and JAWS says prefix. I'll give it my prefix. 971, number edit. Now it wants the last four digits. 9213, email address star edit. This is a required field. So I gave it all 10 digits. And you notice I gave it my last four digits, it being the form. <laughs> and it moved me to an entirely different field. It wants my email address. Okay. Now this, I do not believe, is an autocomplete form. I think that's the only autocomplete form we have on this form. But it's an interesting thing, uh, the way it works. At least I think so. I think it's pretty neat. Um, those are autocompletes. And you may encounter them as you are browsing the web. Okay. I'm going to turn forms mode off. Plus. Oops. I'm going to turn number pad off first. Num lock off. There we go. Let's get rid of that plus. Plus. Okay. 
It's going into my email address. I don't want it there. Forms mode off. Virtual PC cursor. So let's look at a few of the other quick nav keys while we're here. Okay. And um, I'll show you that. So you know about B for buttons. You know about E for edit fields. This particular form is broken up into headings. So it has got some divisions in it, you know, broken into groups and things. If I press the letter H for heading, it's a pretty useful mnemonic. I press H. Wrapping the top, the web track sample form heading level one. Now that may be the only heading on this whole page. Let's press H again. Wrapping the yep. top. The web. So wrapping the top. So there is a single heading. If you're in other web track, uh, other web forms, you may have things broken up. Um, I notice a lot of times it's just a solid line. You can see it in Braille. Um, it'll indicate it with speech. Uh, but if they are actually kind enough to break things up by heading, you might have a, um, a form you're filling out. I go back to a, a retail form. One section may talk about your purchase, quantity, uh, the SKU number, um, which is the, the inventory number for the item, all this stuff. And then there may be a section on payment information where you can be sure that your credit card is correct. And then there may be a shipping uh, and billing address info. And then finally, down at the bottom, a button where you can accept or you can continue and make your purchase. Very infrequently, you'll find pages that are divided into headings. So I can press H and I'll hear uh, you know, billing confirmation uh, or payment confirmation. And then I'll do H again down to billing and shipping information. Then H again, you know, order quantity and all this stuff. And then maybe one more time and it'll say complete your transaction, continue button. So sometimes you can use H and Shift H for headings in a form. Very, very often you find it outside of forms. If you come to freedomscientific.com, if you go to, we talked about Amazon several times now, uh, they have headings all over their pages. Their pages are very busy, okay? And other places. So you can navigate by heading. So B for button, E for edit, H for heading. Okay, what if I press X? Ordered products group, JAWS registered, checkbox not checked. So we asked the question, is this person a JAWS user? Uh, and there is, have they ordered JAWS before? And there is a checkbox. It is not checked. So pressing the letter X moves me to the next closest checkbox. Fusion checkbox not checked. And they have fusion. There's a checkbox. Zoom text checkbox not checked. So I can check any of these. Remember, shift will take us backwards by the type of control we're checking. Fusion checkbox not checked. JAWS registered checkbox not checked. Okay, so we went backwards. So X to find that. Are there combos on this page? And we're going to press C. Current call group action taken combo box collapsed. Hardware issue. Okay, now a combo is a list of choices. And you can, when forms mode is on, you can arrow up and down and select the choice that you want. So it lets you pick things. It's, it's sort of like... Um, like uh, like sliding a slider up and down. Some of you are uh, you're into um, mixers. All our audio files here have seen what a slider looks like. It's just a it's a, a control. It's got a thing on the top. You can grab and just slide it forward and backwards towards you and away from you. And some stereos and things have them for volume controls. You see them on dimmer switches on lights. Instead of a knob, there's a thing you just slide up and down. Anyway, combo box acts kind of like that. So if I press enter here to invoke forms mode. Enter action taken combo box collapsed. Hardware issue. Current call group. Action taken combo box. Hardware issue. So what action was taken during this call? Now you heard that the combo box is collapsed. I'm going to hold down alt 
and press down arrow. Open list box. List with five items. Hardware issue. Okay. So if you hear it's collapsed, um, if it, it's always a good practice. When you hit a combo, unless you've done this form a bunch of times and you know it's going to behave itself, hold alt down, press down arrow one time. That opens the list. It gets focus the way it ought to be, and you can use this combo without any complications. So right now, hardware. It was a hardware issue. That's what this call was. That's what's highlighted and selected. I'm going to press down arrow. Software issue. Okay, and again. Product refund. And again. Replace product. Okay, if I press up arrow. Product refund. Software issue. Hardware issue. Sale. A sale. Okay, when I'm done with this, I'm going to choose sale. I'm going to press, remember, the plus key on the number pad. Virtual PC cursor. And I'm out of this combo. Okay. Customer inquiry. List box. Notes. The customer changed the setting and was recording in fast forward. I showed them how to change the setting back and showed them where to find related directions in the user's guide. Edit. There's an edit field for notes. Now, I've just mislabeled this call. Those of you who are paying attention say, hey, that's a tech support call. Yeah, it is, but that's okay. My webinar, I can mislabel it if I want to. Now, we've got about 30 minutes. Let me ask if there's any questions so far. Are we all awake? Um, yeah, <laughs> hang on. Yeah, I'm, I'm waiting for hands. <laughs> no problem. <laughs> all right, Melissa, you can unmute. <laughs> Good afternoon. <clears throat> Good afternoon. Excuse me. Hi there. Howdy. You bet. This, this is actually a very good topic for me to learn because I'm applying for jobs at this point. Hey, cool. You know, a lot of, yeah, and a lot of um, jobs, you know, have the form fields and all those things. But I knew some of this anyway. Some of those navigation keys I didn't know. So uh, this is great. Excellent. Let's I say, this is, this is basic, but it's good to circle back around to it sometimes. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Um, so my question is, so I have seen some forms in the past. Mm-hmm where um, all you hear Jaws say is just edit, edit, edit. Like every time you tap, there's no label to it. Yeah. How, do you, how, do you, how do you get through those? Or is there a way to do that? <laughs> pause for a drink of water, sorry. <laughs> um, no, you're fine. Okay. You know, in each one, you got to kind of play detective. So I'm, we're, we're sort of shooting from the hip here, obviously. Yeah. But the first thing you'll want to do is be sure that forms mode is off. Because if I'm in the forms mode, I'm not going to hear a whole lot of anything other than you know if I put something in there. So that's that's one thing to do. Is put that plus sign. Hit that plus key, right? Okay. And you might hear that pop, and it might say forms mode off, and you go, oh, okay. And you can start using the arrow key. You can arrow around through there, up and down arrow, line by line, just to get the lay of the land, okay? Um, if it's a form, that is, if you've got the time to do it, that's kind of the best place to start simply because you, you know, it's like, it's like going into a new room. You've got to explore. Absolutely. And, uh, better you use your cane and walk across a few times before you decide you're going to move really <laughs> fast and crack your shins on the coffee table. <laughs> you <know? laughs> so you, you'll want to see. And once you're doing this a lot, I know when I was a travel agent, um, you know, I I could I could turn a two minute call. Goal top goal was 152 seconds. I never made it, but I would do a 190 second call. I did pretty well, and that was because after a while, you just know that form and you start using the shortcuts. You know, you you skip over stuff that you don't need to hear. Um, but yes, if it's edit edit edit, there's a possibility that you could maybe arrow through it if you turn forms mode off. 
unhappily, there's also a possibility that whoever designed this form, it's a custom form done for the business that you're with, the entity you're working for, and everybody assumes that all of the users are going to be mousers. And they didn't actually code the form to give your screen reader the hooks that it needs to really let you move around that form. Okay. Mm, so. Yeah, because a screen reader, everybody's screen reader, we, we have to use what's exposed to us to use, you know? And if, uh, if you know, there, there are things that, you know, you class a window a certain way, you, you label stuff, you do things with the code and the web page, it's, you know, way over my head. Otherwise, I'd be a coder instead of a trainer. <laughs> but that, and, and that's tough to do in itself, I'm sure. Oh, it, those are smart folks. You got, you know, the Glenn Gordons and other people of the world who can do this stuff. And it's pretty neat, you know. But, um, yeah, if the, if the page is not developed correctly, coded correctly, then your screen reader doesn't know what to do with it. JAWS doesn't know. Everything's an edit field, right? Right. Um, I don't know any better. So really, truly, you need to play with it a little bit. If you've got examples of that, I'm happy to, to take a few minutes and we can, we can look at it together. Um, tech support will help with some of that. You know, they have kind of a limited time. They've got to help a lot of folks. So, um, but if you ever want to point me in a direction of one that doesn't work right, I'd love to see it in case it's some sort of a JAWS bug. And if it's not a JAWS bug, it's good for it to be to our attention so we know about it. So my email address is rmiller, R-M-I-L-L-E-R, at visbarrow.com. Feel free to drop me a note. I might be busy. I might be a little slow responding, but you know what? It sits in my inbox. I will definitely respond. That That's great. Yeah. I, I appreciate all the work that Vespero, you know, if I ever have an issue and I, and I, and the JAWS help menu doesn't work, I usually contact you guys and you guys have always been so helpful to me and, and um, good luck at the, uh, at the convention for, <laughs> for Vespero. I don't get to go. Good luck for those who get to go there. I love going to the conventions. I won't even. Oh, yeah. There. I think it's great. I mean, it's for me, it's not a vacation time. Um, oh, yeah. <laughs> I hit the hotel room at 10 or 11 at night and I'm ready to go to bed. You know, it's absolutely. But, but I love talking to everybody, meeting everybody. I've typically been there first as a product manager, then as a product specialist and trainer. And I get to do the hands on and show people our products and answer questions and hear stories about how how people are, are, are working and doing things. And it's exciting, you know, and I, I love meeting the eight or 10 or 12 year old who has just embraced technology and is doing life. I love sitting with those folks. I like the older folks too. I'm an older folk, but the little kids are great because they're just, <laughs> anyway, I appreciate your question. Well, thank you. And uh, God bless. Indeed he does. Thank you. Amen. All right. Next is doc. Okay, doc. Yeah, Ron, can you hear me? I hear you good and readable. How about me? Very good. I had just a question about when you get to the to a field where you mm -hmm. hit enter, uh, you were hitting enter. Could you also hit a space bar to um, get into that box? So if I go to an edit field, let's get up to one. Note list customer in combo box action taken. I guess I could have done that the edit field. Product order, fusion check, JAWS account information group, account information So there's group, my account, account info. Number, virtual PC cursor. If I press space here, space. it does do it. <laughs> so good question. Um, and the beautiful thing about that, if you get in the habit of pressing space there, um, if you reach a button, space will also invoke that button. So, yep, enter or space. And you may okay. want to go from space. Yeah. Okay. Thank you. Thank you, Doc. I appreciate the question. Anybody all else? All right. That's all you got for now. All right. So, let's talk about forms mode a little bit more. 
when you are in virtual PC cursor. There we go. When you are in the startup wizard, when you first install JAWS and you're going through the startup wizard, one of the things that uh, JAWS lets you do, <clears throat> excuse me, is you can pick the, the, the type of forms mode you have, and there's automatic, semi-automatic, or manual. Okay. And you notice that forms mode doesn't turn on when you're using the quick nav keys, you're moving by heading or button, X for checks box, check, I say checks box. <laughs> My apologies to the serial maker. Check box, you move to a check box. Forms mode won't come on, but if you tab to one of these, like we did, it does auto start. It auto uh, invokes the, the, the edit field, for example, or a combo. Um, you may have noticed on some pages, uh, you have to interact with the page. What will happen is uh, a forms mode will open up, the edit field will open up. If, it, if the first thing on the page is a question, uh, like your username, that may actually come in and you'll hear the pop and it gets you there. It, it, it opens it up and you're ready to enter, for example, your username. Okay. And that will let you immediately start working. What if you don't want that? <clears throat> You know, what if you don't want your forms mode to be automatic? I want to go through that page. I want to tap through the page for whatever reason. Um, and, it and I don't want it to turn, <clears throat> excuse me. I don't want auto forms mode to be turned on. Okay. You can change that. It's very doable. Okay. So let's look at at least one way to do it. You could go into the startup wizard, but you could also do it for... Uh, in the JAWS setting center. Okay. So let's show you how to do it. You ready? Here we go. I'm going to invoke the JAWS setting center by pressing insert and the number row six. And this is the, the row of numbers above the QWERTY keys. So insert six. Chrome JAWS setting center dialog. Search box edit. Control plus E. <clears throat> now, for, for any of you who don't get into the setting center a whole lot, um, you heard it say Chrome. Setting Center lets you customize JAWS settings according to the application that you're in. So, for example, I could set up some things about how JAWS reads or acts, and those settings would be held, those preferred settings would be held just for Chrome. If I went into Microsoft Word, it might do things differently, very differently. And I could set up JAWS settings just for Word, just for Excel, just for Notepad, you know, pick your thing. And um, I want to do this universally, though. I want to set forms mode to whatever setting I want it to be on, and it will be that way across the board in any application. To do that, to invoke the default settings for setting center, you press Control, Shift, and D like default. Hold Control, hold Shift, press D. JAWS setting center default all applications. And of course, I could release them. Now I'm in a search edit field. So I can begin typing the thing that I'm looking for and JAWS should find it for me. And I'm going to type forms. Oh, form, I actually didn't do the form S. Form fields, one of 12 search results. So I've got 12 results. Let's arrow down. Form, 12 search results list box. Form fields not checked. Include elements, smart glance, web slash HT. It's, it's working on smart glance and what it will key on. Let's go down. For a form field prompt speak, forms mode. Ah, there's forms mode. Let me arrow down one more time. Select forms mode, semi-auto forms mode. 
So select forms mode, semi-auto. I've got it set to semi-auto. So it will, it will invoke for, for, um, for tabbing. It won't invoke as I arrow across stuff. That's why I've been, arrowed, been able to arrow up and down through this form without forms mode turning on every time I run into an edit field. Now, those of you who are used to having automatic forms mode on, you're like, wow, how did he arrow across that? So I'm going to show you that. I've got a couple of ways to select the level of forms mode. I can press the space bar like this. Space manual three of three. Space again. Space auto one of three. Space again. Space semi-auto two of three. Okay, so you can just, you've only got three selections. So it, it's not a real chore to press space bar. But I could also press F6. Forms mode page. Select forms mode semi-auto radio button check. Two of three. Alt plus S. So we move away from the, the pane we were on, we move into this dialog for forms mode, and there are three radio buttons. Now remember, a radio button is sort of like those radio buttons in the old days and car radios. And you could, you could program a radio button for a radio station you wanted to hear, and you could, you could have one station per button. So when you pushed a button, you got a station. If you pushed another button, you got a different station. But only one can be pushed at a time. Okay, unlike... Uh, some some uh, lists where you can do multi-selection and that kind of thing, or you can check different things. You notice it did say... Semi-auto radio button check two of three. It did say it was checked because this radio button, the semi-auto radio button is active. That's the choice. But you can't check anything else. You can only push one of these radio buttons at a time, and you do that by using the arrow keys. Press down arrow. Select forms mode manual radio button check three of three. Down arrow again. Select forms mode auto radio button checked one of three. Alt so plus S. There's auto. We'll leave it at auto for a minute. Now, if I press F6 again. 12 search results list box. Select forms mode auto forms mode. And um, I'll say the current line. Select forms mode auto forms mode. Okay. It's set for auto. Let's go across and accept this. Ready? Let's tab. Read only edit. Tab. Tab. Apply button. Alt tab. Plus A. Okay button. Space. The web track sample call tracking system Google Chrome account information group account number edit 2468. And you'll notice, as I said, as soon as I came back to this page, the virtual PC cursor was on this edit field for their account number, and it automatically turned it on. Let's let's turn this off by pressing the plus key. Virtual PC. I'm going to go to the top of the page with Control Home. The web track sample calls. Okay, I pressed. I press control to silence it. Let me arrow down. Look at the difference here, or listen to the difference here. Let's arrow down through this page to this form. Heading level one, the web track sample form. Online customer tracking system. Group start contact information. First star. Ron, edit, first name. This now, did you notice it automatically turned on? Remember, we were, we were able to arrow past those before. With automatic, with forms mode set to automatic, as soon as it encountered this edit field, automatically turned forms mode on. I didn't have a choice, okay? Remember all this time until now, I've been pressing enter when I hit an edit field by lining up and down or by arrowing up and down the page line by line. I would encounter an edit field. The virtual PC cursor would move on to it. It would say edit field, but it didn't turn forms mode on. With automatic on, it's going to do that. Let me press the plus key. Virtual PC cursor. So forms mode is off. I'm going to press down arrow and we're going to encounter the middle name Edit field. Here we go. Middle. And I'll down arrow again. Seven. Edit. Middle edit. Seven. 
I didn't mean to put a seven in that field. My middle name is not seven, <laughs> but I, I must have fat fingered it at some point. But you notice forms mode turned on automatically. Let's turn it back off. Virtual PC cursor. I'll arrow down. Last star. Miller edit. Last name. This is a required field. Ed okay. And I silent speech. So with forms mode on automatic, it's going to take actions every time it encounters a, uh, a control that requires forms mode to be on. So a button, you won't get forms mode. Checkbox, you won't get forms mode. An edit field, yes. A combo, yes. Uh, a group of those radio buttons we talked about, yes, forms mode will turn on. I don't want forms mode to turn on every single time. So I put it to semi-auto. So I could tab to a field and it would turn on. Let's go back in here real quickly and fix this, okay? Or at least fix it to my preference anyways. Chrome jaw setting center dialog. Okay, and I pressed uh, insert number 06. I'll press Control Shift D. Jaw setting center default. I'm going to mute speech. Let's type forms. Forms mode. One of eight search results. That's right. I'll press down arrow. I, I put the S on forms this time. Forms. Eight search results list box. Forms mode. Select forms mode auto. Forms mode. And I had arrow down one more time. It's set for auto. I'll press space this time. Space. Semi-auto. Two of three. This is where I normally keep it. And I could put it to manual. Space, manual, three of three. And manual means that I have to take action every time uh, I encounter a field. Let's go ahead and accept this change. Read only, apply button, okay, enter. The web track sample call tracking system, Google Chrome. And you heard that, bunk, where forms mode turned off as we came back into this page. And so if I, let's up arrow. Last star, edit seven. Heard it say seven for middle but it didn't come on. Let me tab. Last name. This is a required field. Edit. Miller. Now, do you notice, even if I'm tabbing, unlike when I had semi-automatic forms mode on or semi-auto, when I would tab into a control that would, would need forms mode, it would turn on. I couldn't arrow through it and have it turn on, but tab would do it. Now, I'll tab again. Area code edit. 727. Prefix edit. 971. JAWS is not turning on forms mode. Even if I arrow... I'm sorry, even if I tab to one of those edit fields, doesn't matter. I have to make the decision and actually turn forms mode on, invoke forms mode by pressing the enter key. Okay, or I could press the space bar, as Doc said. Either one works. My habit is to press enter key. I've done it forever. <laughs> I just have. Uh, there's no law that says it has to be the, uh, the enter key. It's just what I do. Okay. So we've talked about radio buttons, sort of did it in passing. Let's talk about check boxes. And we sort of touched on those two, but let me press an X. Remember, that's the key to move to check boxes. Ordered products group, JAWS registered, checkbox not checked. So forms mode isn't needed here. Um, we're, we're only gonna, we only have two states this can be. It can be checked or not checked. All I have to do to check it is to press space. Space, ordered products group, JAWS registered, checkbox checked. Let's do that again. Let's go to the next checkbox. I'll press X. Fusion checkbox not checked. I'll check that too. Space, fusion checkbox checked. This, this person has everything. Let's press X again. Zoom text checkbox not checked. Space, zoom text checkbox checked. Now, all of you that know our products are saying, you know, if they've got fusion, they don't need to check. Zoom text and JAWS, they, they get both with Fusion. I know that. Just humor me, okay? <laughs> it's done for the exercise. So if you encounter a checkbox, you want to go ahead and press a space to check it, right? 
If it's checked and you decide, oh, no, I didn't mean that. Space, not checked. You can press space again, and it'll uncheck it, right? So that's how that works. What if I want to move to a group of radio buttons? Now, the logic kind of breaks down here. Hang on. X was for checkboxes, B for button, E for edit field, H for heading. Radio buttons is A, like radio, okay? Product S and warranty group. Yes, radio button checked, one of two. So there's only two states these can be in. But again, if I press down arrow. No radio button not checked, two okay. of two. Can I press space here? Space, no radio button checked. Two I can, two. I can use, I can check it that way. So I can change those radio button states with a space. Okay, but you need to press A to move to the groups of radio buttons. Wrapping the top, yes, radio button not checked. We only have one group of radio buttons, but A will move you to it. Now, why A? It's because as the internet and the way HTML and, and, and web stuff was handled, um, pages are now often broken into regions. And things are grouped on a page uh, in regions. So uh, we've, we're using the uh, quick nav key R, letter R, to move you from region to region. It, did, it used to be R. If you've been around JAWS long enough, you'll remember the days when you could press R to move from radio button group to radio button group. Uh, but because regions showed up, um, the decision was made to let R be the, uh, the uh, quick nav key to move from region to region. A was adopted to move from radio button to radio button. Since there's an A sitting right there doing nothing all by itself. Any questions? We're just about out of time. You have 15, no Okay. That's no problem. Because you've done a good job. <laughs> That's right. Or they're asleep, right? That's a great thing. So... Uh, what can we talk about here? There's always stuff. We've already talked about radio buttons. I got ahead of my notes. That's always fun, right? Um, hang on with me here. I noticed to us, notice that with radio buttons, you don't have to turn forms mode on. We already did that. Combo boxes we've done. I've sort of went out of order, but it's normally okay. Uh, nobody's usually hurt too badly by it. And we talked about going into a combo box. You have to press enter or space, right? Let's talk about multiple selection list boxes. We've got a minute here. It's a variation on a combo box. I kind of touched about it earlier. Sometimes it's called an extended selection list box. Um, you can think of it like a, a combo box that allows you to select multiple items. Remember the combo box, you could move up and down through it and select one thing and then turn forms mode off. That would be selected. Um, in a multiple item box like this, you can actually move up and down this group of, of selections, things you can pick, and you can pick more than once, okay? Um, so let me see if I've got one of those. Let's go back to the top of the page. The web track sample call tracking system. I say that. I know it actually does. <laughs> um, so let us press the letter C. Current call group. Action taken. Combo box collapse. Action taken. Um... That's the one that we want. 56 p.m. I believe it is. Okay. So let me turn it on. Enter action taken combo box collapse to sale. Current call group action taken combo box sale. And we need to remember what we have to do to open this up. We have to 
We have to press Alt, down arrow. Open list box, list with five items, sale. And it's open. Okay. Now, <clears throat> excuse me. If I, we, we did control home at the top of the box. Um, we did all that. I'm looking at my notes here because I don't want to get ahead of myself on this one. If I press and hold the control key, okay, and I use up and down arrows, I can, I can navigate this list. Um, I'll do that now. Oops, fat finger. Hardware issue, software issue. Right. If I press space bar, space. I can select any of these. I'm Product not getting refund here. Space. This may be, let me look at the next combo. Virtual P customer inquiry list box. Yeah, let's try this one. Enter customer inquiry list box. Customer inquiry extended select list box. Oh, thank you. Yes, it'll tell you. <laughs> Sorry, I do know this. It'll tell you that it's an extended list box. So, customer inquiry extended select list box. Product purchase one of five. So I can I can select that space. Product return two of five space. So you can you can select more than one of these things. I'm not going to belabor the point. I'll hold down the control key. Not selected product repair three of five. And I'll press space. Control space. Product repair selected. Selected. Let's go down. I'm still holding control. You you can't release control as you're doing this. Okay. You notice when I just pressed up and down arrow, it just said the name. And the thing that the cursor was on was selected. It didn't bother to say it. Let's arrow down again. Not selected software questions four of five. I don't want that one. Not selected hardware questions. Five oh, of five. Certainly. Let's press space on that one. Control space. Hardware question selected. Selected. So let's see what we've done. We know that hardware question questions are selected. I'll arrow up. Not selected software questions. Four of five. Not selected. Product repair. Three of five. That one is selected. Arrow up. Product return. Two of five. That one selected. And arrow up. Not selected product purchase one of five. And that's not selected. And I can press virtual plus PC cursor. And my selections are there and I'm in the virtual PC cursor. We are up against our stop. Uh, you know, we've got not even a minute left. So I'll thank everybody for being with us. I hope this was useful to some of you. I know it's kind of basic, but it is good to know how to navigate those forms and some of the, uh, the tools that are available to you. If you have questions, you can always send me a note. R. Miller at vissparrow.com be happy to correspond with you. Also check out freedomscientific.com slash training for good stuff. And that's it for me. All right. Well, thank you, Ron. Thanks for letting me be here again. It's always fun. It's always good.